Hey, welcome everybody. This is our part two of a double feature for <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. It, this is something we haven't done yet, but um, okay, it's, it, it works. Uh, my name is Jay Hill. I am I'm the Shane. host. I, I'm the host of Studio Six Paranormal Podcast Entertainment, and we have a fantastic guest. Um, she's been on the show before. Um, I think we had what was it? Taryn Kerper was our co-host because okay. Shane was not here that day. Yep. So finally so, get to hang out with her. Yeah. Awesome. So All yeah, right, let's do this. So. Let's get going. Let's get her on. Hello. Hi. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Karen Boussard from Gunslinger's Gulch. We are pleased to have you here. Yes. Yes. And this is first time Shane meeting you. Yep. This is my second yeah. time seeing you. <laughs> so I'm glad to be back. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it, it's it's a nice setting back there. This rustic, you know. Yeah, log cabin looking space. Right, I, I love it. It, it yeah. looks really good. It looks really good. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm actually I'm in the saloon right now. Oh, okay, okay, yes. That's the cool. Haunt, the, the haunted saloon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um. So um. I was I just saw on on your page that you guys got quite a bit of snow recently. Yeah, we actually got hit really hard this this week, um, the last yeah. couple of days. Wow. And well, yeah, being in Montana, I can only imagine. You know, with yeah, being it's, in Montana, it's been a really, you know, really yeah. long winter. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long winter in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. it, never, yeah. it never gives up. Right. The snow. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, me too. For for people who don't know who Karen is, um, she's the owner of Gunslinger's Gulch. She has a, also a bed and breakfast that she she has there. Um, she's also had a show featured, or her property is featured on a show called Ghost Town Terror, which is on Travel Channel. Um, she's had other um, notable uh, mm -hmm. images used on her property. Uh, one to uh, speak of was. Uh, the miniseries of 1923 with Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren and used your new or newer um, post office that you had recently acquired. Tell us how you acquired that post office. Yeah. Well, that was actually, that was actually built on site here from the production company. So it's um it's a new it's it's a new building that is meant to okay. look old, um, but we're very fortunate that we actually got to keep the building awesome. in this whole process. Wow, wow. that is so awesome. But I'll tell you, when they, when they decorated this thing out for that scene, um, you know, it was a telegraph office, post office the props that they used um you know they were all authentic time period and it was it was some pretty crazy energy in there for being a brand new building just because of all these sure, items yeah. that they got in here right right yeah yeah when i had talked to you um about a week ago about that you know i had sent some energies in there already and it was kind of crazy you know so mm -hmm. so yeah um so talk a little bit about um, your B&B and, you know, tell people, again, some people who are new to the Gunslinger's Gulch page and explain a little bit about um, how you came about the property and some of the stuff that's transpired since then. Yeah, you know, um, we're originally from uh, Washington, just north of Seattle. Mm -hmm. And back in like 2018, I just kind of, I just had this realization that it was time for me to get out of Washington and move on somewhere else. And ironically, you know, I had been looking at a lot of different, you know, property in a lot of different areas on Craigslist. And um, 
one morning I woke up and I just kind of flipped open my laptop and this, this property came up on my screen. <laughs> and so I was kind of like, that's huh, that's a sign. Um, yeah. So I started looking into it a little bit and I was like, I kind of, I, yeah, I called, I called the, the person, the owner um, at the time that, that day I was just like, I got to know more, you know, and uh, got off the phone with her and I called up a friend of mine and I was like, what are you doing this weekend? And I'm like, you want to take a road trip? And so we, uh, we up and took off to Montana and uh, you know, it was, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was just um, definitely, something that was like, you need to go, you need to be there. And uh, so it came out and it was a long process. You know, um, the owner was in Florida and I was in Washington and the property in Montana. My attorney was in Montana. It, you know, it was like a year long process making this all work. You know, it was just, wow. it was crazy. It was the weirdest real estate transaction mm -hmm. I've ever had. Um, and and uh, yeah, a year later, uh, we moved out here. We moved out here in March of 19. So we've been out here uh, now. And uh, luckily it was, you know, pre-pandemic. So I didn't get that, you know, state jumper label on my head for, right. you know, <laughs> jumping during the pandemic out of a big city. But, um, you know, it's been a very, uh, it's been a very unique adventure um, from the very beginning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you, I, I think her ad even specifically said it's a ghost town for sale, but there was no ghost. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, and literally it only took like, I think a couple of days of us being out here before we started to experience some activity. Sure. I'm, I'm right. 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 So what, what was the thing that that really drew drove you to i gotta buy this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna pull the trigger on this i'm gonna do it and then what was the moment that you that i said i'm doing it you know yeah. <laughs> it's probably the most craziest thing i've ever for one everybody told me i was crazy everybody was saying oh you're not gonna do that you know um and, yeah. and i did it and um, you know, I, I came when I came out here and saw it, it was just very um, captivating. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would have looked at this place and thought, oh my God, this is like a repeat of that movie, The Money Pit. And, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it right mm -hmm. from the um, And I don't know. I mean, it was, it was really, it was there was no question in my mind. It was literally like, I'm doing this. It's the craziest midlife crisis type thing that somebody <laughs> could probably do. I remember I drove home and I told the kids, I said, Anna, and they're like, what? I said, yeah, I'm kind of buying a ghost town. And they literally <laughs> thought I had lost my mind. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, you know, it's not you know, an opportunity to do something like this. You know, right, it's just right, right. most people might dream about it or think about it, but they're not going to take action. And I just, I just pulled the plug. I was like, I'm doing it. That's all there is to right, it. Right. Right. And then when you got into it, you know, you realize it, it, it probably took some work, but you at no point probably ever thought that, this wasn't the wrong decision. You always, you automatically knew that this was the right decision. Yeah. You know, it was, I, I knew it was going to be a challenge. Um, I knew it was going to be a, a, a difficult challenge um, because there were, first of all, when we moved out here, it was like the worst storm that Montana had had in oh, no. like 50 years. So, you know, they were all calling it snow. And I'm thinking, God, I just left like the hundred year snowstorm back in Washington trying to get here. So we really, you know, we were buried like four feet under snow and, and we didn't really know what we were dealing with. I, I remember 
I remember trying to get on Google Earth so that I could try and locate my propane tanks because they're all buried. <laughs> they're all underground. So I just have these like cylinder, you know, lids. Right. And so we're on Google Earth trying to like zero in on where I, <laughs> I thought they might be. Um, you know, that was just that was just one of the struggles getting going. And uh, but we were out here for I mean, we had power, uh, right. kind of. Um, yeah. but we were out here for at least probably a month before, uh, we had water, you know, heat. I mean, we mm -hmm. were living it. We were living the time. That's right, cool. Right. Though. Right. Yeah. That is, that is very cool. I love rustic living stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, um, you come to this town, you, this you buy the town and, and you, and you, and you live here and, and all of a sudden you start experiencing you're, you're realizing that this real estate lazy lady was nuts and saying that there's no ghosts because you knew right away that when you started having experiences there that there, there there's something here so why don't you talk a little bit about some of the first instances that you had where you had paranormal activity where you were like what in the world is going on yeah. Yeah. I mean, it literally, like I said, it took probably just like a couple of days before things started to happen around here. And mm -hmm. I think, I think the first thing that I experienced was one night I had, a, I had um, one of my dogs at the time was very, very sick and, mm -hmm. you know, we didn't have any heat. And so I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to take him to the car and we're going to just sleep in the car because I can keep it running and keep the heat going and whatnot. And mm -hmm. I remember I was dozing off and this was literally like right in front of the saloon. And uh, I, heard a, I heard a tap on the window. <laughs> and at first I was kind of like, you know, I don't, and I, and I got my head up against the window, you know, trying to sleep. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to look. And I kind of, kind of <laughs> looked around, and I, I didn't see anything. And I'm like, okay, I just, I'm dreaming, whatever. So I doze back off, and right away, you know, tap, 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 even harder mm -hmm. on the window. Right. And at this point, I'm kind of shitting pants, you know. And <laughs> I'm looking around. I'm thinking it's one of the kids. They're playing a game on me, you know. The scare me, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I, I get out of my car and I'm looking and first of all, it's snowing up a storm. There's no footsteps around my car whatsoever. And I go back into the boarding house, which is where two of my kids were sleeping at mm -hmm. the time. And, you know, they're all passed out. Uh, everybody was asleep. And at that point, I kind of was like, well, I'm up. I'm up for the rest of the night. Mm -hmm. um, that was, that was unnerving. That was like my, my welcome home, I guess, mm -hmm. um, that they were, they were initiated with. And then it wasn't, but probably a few days later um, in the boarding house again, uh, my kids heard a woman um, come out and say, hello, kind of like, you know, who's there? Wow. Um, and you know, my, my son was upstairs and, and he thought it was me. And so he came down and he's like, did you say something? And I'm like, no. Um, so he was kind of freaked out. And then like that next night we were all in there, all of us were all crammed in there. And, uh, my dogs were, um, like scenting off on a, a table that was right sure. next to the bed. And they were almost acting as if there was like a cat, um, you know, cause they would go and sniff the table. They'd pull back really fast and they'd go forward and pull back almost like they were being swatted by, by a cat. Mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. Then like the day after that, I was in that room and I heard like a, like a bell, like a jingle bell. What in the, what is going on here? Cause it sounded like a cat ball, you know, those jingly cat yeah. balls. Mm. And I literally saw a cat off of the end of my bed and run to the door. <laughs> and wow. I don't have a cat. 
right. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. How old is this, the whole town? I mean, is it modern and made for movies or is it really old and just been restored or? No. So all of these buildings so far, what we've been able to determine is, is most of them, I would say 90% of them actually date back as far as like 1854. Holy and crap. they were all hauled out here in the 90s. So they've all been relocated out here. And, you know, that was her, oh, okay. her goal was to create this old Western duke. So these buildings came from, you know, various locations in Anaconda and Phillipsburg and kind of just the surrounding areas. Sure. Um, and it's been, it, it's been a challenge to try and track down much information, but, you know, you get that, you get that nugget and then you can just mm -hmm. like spider web off rabbit of that. Hole. So we've yeah, right. been able to, yeah, serious rabbit hole. Um, we've actually been able to find quite a bit of information on some of the buildings, um, like this one that you have up on the screen right now. This, this mm -hmm. is the saloon. Um, I love this building. You know, this, this was actually. Cool. Um, yeah, I'd investigate that. Yes. Yeah. So the cool <laughs> thing about this is on that side. The left side and the right side were two sister homes that came from Anaconda. And um, then that centerpiece was built out of, you know, another old building to expand it and to create it what it is. But uh, that building on the left, we actually met with several family members. Um, in fact, two years ago, we actually had a birthday party for um, one of the younger younger family members i think she was like 12 at the time and she was like ninth generation um coming wow. through that house mm -hmm. so we've been able to find quite a bit of information that kind of helped us connect the dots as far as some of the activity that we experience in it and that's actually where i'm sitting right now okay well talk a little bit about the some of these other buildings that i got up on the screen like the jail Yeah, the jailhouse. So when we first moved here, we were out to eat. And of course, you know, we're in a very small town and we kind of stuck out like sore thumbs, I think. And uh, <laughs> this guy walked up to us in, in the restaurant and he just knew who we were. And uh, he actually told me that this was his, his family homestead. It was an old uh, cabin that came from Phillipsburg area, which is about 30, 30 miles west of us. Um, he said that his father was born in this in uh, like 1917. His grandmother grew up in this house. Um, and I think this, this was one of the first buildings that was actually brought out here. Hmm. And it's set up right now as the, the jailhouse. Um, one of our more popular units by far. Okay. So what about this house? So this is our laundry. And, you know, this one has been a mystery. Um, you'll see this line. It says Keys Laundry on there. Uh -huh. And uh, there, actually, there actually was a Keys Laundry in Anaconda oh, wow. years ago. Um, okay. And I don't know if this was. Uh, we are still researching. We are still trying to find, like, old photos to see if maybe this might have been that building. Um, but this is actually our laundromat. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's cool. Awesome. What about this one? Is this one of your houses? This is the boarding house. Yeah, this is the one where we experience uh, our, our first experiences out here. Oh. And this one, um, this one I actually had... Uh, some siblings come up here and the first one was, uh, was the son of the owners of this house. And he and his friend came up one day out of the blue and they're like, yeah, we haven't been inside this house in like 50 years. Um, right this was actually from the same block as the saloon buildings came from. Oh, and, okay. uh, since then I've had his sister come up. And so they've given us some, you know, pretty detailed information as far as, you know, what the original layout inside used to be like and, 
you know, who lived there and given them names. And it's actually um, been one of our more active units lately. What has happened there recently that you could talk about? Well, this is a little bit of a different scenario because wintertime, we, uh, we all live up at the church. Um, and we're not really down here in town that much. That's down here. And a few weeks back, she was experiencing a lot of what, for lack of words, I would call it a spiritual warfare. Um, He was picking up on some very um, protective type of somebody's. Okay. And so in her room, it was um, it was overwhelming, you know, and. Uh, before it got to that point, we had gone down, and that was the building just that you just passed, um, the one right before this one. Um, but we had gone in there, and uh, you know, we we try not to investigate during the winter time, just because right. we like to kind of let things take a break and right, not get right, too overwhelmed. Right. Good idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we had gone into her room, and we were picking up on a small child. Um, you know, we would ask, you know, how old are you? And it would reply back nine. Um, yep. and this was all <laughs> via. And, uh, you know, we weren't, we weren't able to get too much information. And then she had this whole thing happen. Mm-hmm. She doesn't scare easily. She was, she right. was pretty scared over all this. Um, and you know, nothing, nothing bad happened, nothing physical happened, but it was just very, very heavy energy. And, Mm um, you know, and that decided now she still is having some, uh, activity take place in there. Um, you know, things coming off the wall. Um, she does hear some disembodied voices and a lot of footsteps and things of that nature, but that bad energy feel is not there. Sure. Right. 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 So does the, does the ground have any kind of, you know, spiritual activity itself? I mean, before the town was there, cause you said it was put in the nineties. So. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think that we've got a couple of different things going on here. I think that we have things that are attached to buildings and I think we have things that are attached to the land. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we have somewhat of an open doorway here, uh, because yep. we will have this rotation come through. We have those that have been here and they're not going anywhere. You know, those are our, right. those yep. are our building doors. Um, we have those that are on the land that, you know, I, they pop in here and there. We have one woman that walks around town and we have a man, um, And then I think there are some objects that are here that have something to do with them, but we get this rotation. We will get these new visitors that come through, um, you know, our, our travelers or our wanderers. And I, I, I think they're, they're just passing and they just found this crack in the, in the system, so to say that they can actually come through and they kind of make themselves known and they will, sometimes hang out for a little while, but then they'll, they'll be gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now you talk a little bit about, uh, you had that show, uh, ghost town terror on last year and, um, talk Uh a little bit about how that's been, that experience has been for you and your family. Uh, uh, (laughs) how do I politically correct (laughs) put this. Um, it's a roller coaster. Um, and, and the reason why is because I think that every investigator has their own style and they have their own 
uh, niche hold in that paranormal spectrum. I would agree. And yeah, everybody to experience. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's going to experience something different. Right. And, you know, uh, the investigators that they brought in, the lead investigator that they brought in, I think he is great at what his thing is, but he's a demon hunter. So yeah. everything to him is really leaning towards the deep, dark, demon it's right. everything's a demon everything's a demon. Sure. and it's like right no we, that's not the the demons are with you and they're just <laughs> manifesting yeah. yeah you got it so, yeah yeah you know it really it yeah. caused a lot of um it caused a lot of problems for us to be honest with you because mm -hmm. It's one thing to have a haunted location that people can go and enjoy. Maybe they get scared. Maybe they experience mm -hmm. something. Right. But it's another thing when in their mind, they're going to get a demon attachment and get possessed. And the owner is going to be like crawling across the ceiling and heads spinning yeah. like Linda <laughs> Blair. Right, um, right. So it, um, it brought us a lot of uh, people that were curious, a lot of looky-loos. Um, and, you know, we had, you know, a lot of, you know, the, the people that want to experience it. But yet on the flip side, it cost us quite a bit because mm -hmm. people just could not let go of, you know, the Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Creation sure. that took place. Yeah. And, yeah. When I, and and I always tell people, you know, no, we we don't have demons. We do have on occasion that dark, grumpy, you know, spirit Entry. that comes through yeah. that yeah. yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Probably hang They're out everywhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Right. But you can get because I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if if something were to pop up, um, but you know, well, for the most awesome. part, you know, <laughs> yeah, be good. I, I told him before we got started. I'm like, because I had somebody that was down here, and I was like, if you want to come out, now's your time. Um, no kidding. But uh, you know, it's uh, I, I always tell people, you know, if if you think you saw something or you think you heard something, you probably did. But mm -hmm. the majority of people have no idea if they saw something or heard something mm -hmm. because it's human nature to just like, Oh, I didn't see that. Or I didn't hear that. Right, you know? Right. Right. So talk about a little bit about um, some of the investigations that you've had and some of the teams that have been there and some of the uh, like good evidence that you've gotten. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So we've had, we've had several teams come through. Um, we have had uh, um, cross country paranormal come out and they did a big event here last year. Um, Chilling paranormal, which is a local group out of here. Um, I have had uh, a really cool female uh, team that's uh, out of Montana called seeking truth paranormal. And um, them, we've actually. had yep. haunt hunters yep. come out, uh, you know, and, and they're going to be back They're uh, Everybody's coming back. You know, that's right. Right. That's what's right. great. Um, yeah. you know, and each one, each group has had, you know, um, a variety of experiences. We got some really cool footage. Um, we weren't, we didn't even start investigating yet. And we were just kind of giving the, uh, the guys from hot hunters, a little tour of, you know, okay, this building, you can go in here and whatnot. And, uh, you know, we got some great footage of, you know, doors opening and closing and, oh, nice. um, wow. really cool, like body applications. And yeah, it was insane. And, you know, the, the gals from Seeking Truth, you know, they, they captured a lot of evidence, mm -hmm. um, a lot of really cool EVs and, you know, you know, REM pod, this typical REM pod activity and whatnot. But 
they also had a personal breakthrough and it was something they had never had um, happen when they've done investigations and they each had a family member come through and it's happened twice that they've been. Oh, wow. But it's never happened. Yeah. Each one of them had a family member that had came. Yep. And didn't um, you recently have a family member come through when you were talking to me? Yeah. When I was talking yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Your, uh, both your brothers. Yeah. One brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I actually yeah. I showed that to my kids. They were like, what? Um, yeah. So, you know, I had uh, two of my brothers passed away. One of them passed away just right before we moved out here. And uh, then my other brother passed away uh, during pandemic um Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. after we were out here Mm -hmm. and uh yeah Yeah. you know we've always felt like around um my daughter Mm -hmm. actually has um you know a few sentimental objects from my one brother um and uh and uh but she's always picked up on him like being a very protective, mm-hmm. um, you know, angel-like around her. And, that, uh, it, yeah, when we were talking Jim, a couple isn't that, Yeah, isn't that Jim? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> yep, yep. and you picked up on both, you're like, Bob or Robert, Jim or James? And I'm like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> All of the above? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, were Jim you in? Is, yeah, yeah. Jim is very predominant. Yeah. So were you into the paranormal before you bought the place, or did you get into it after you already owned it and found out it was haunted? So my family has a very lengthy history of um, sensitives, and okay. so it's always been something that's been in and around my life growing up. Um, okay. You know, it is never anything that I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to go ghost hunting or anything like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, and it actually, there was in my life where things were so prominent that I literally had to block myself. And I went years and years with just completely blocking everything out because it was so draining, you know, right. physically and right. mentally and emotionally it it really will take its toll on you and so i really had to focus on just blocking things out and you know every once in a while something would come through um and then there was a i don't know what it was a trigger point in my life probably stress i don't know but my wall came down and then a lot of things started happening and you know it was still just on a very personal level, it was not anything that I was going to go out and investigate. Sure. I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. go investigate someone's house, anything like that. Right. Um, so it's all been in our family. Um, okay. You know, my, my mom, my grandmother, you know, my brothers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not you know, any shock to me that, you know, all of my kids have very injury as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So we all kind of concentrate. Now, <laughs> now, talk talk a little bit. Your your daughter is very sensitive as well, um, and mm-hmm. she has a little bit of a friend with her, does she not? <laughs> she does. Yeah, yeah. She she does, and you know, um, it, it and it's kind of funny because I've had a little friend. Um, for 36 years that pops in every once in a while. Um, right. You know, they talk to uh, And, you know, it's, he used to be around a lot, and he's not so much uh, since I moved out here. I think he mm-hmm. stayed with my other daughter back in Washington. Um, right. But, yeah, now my, my youngest daughter, um, Chloe, she has a young that uh, appears to be um, rooting with her at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And this is, again, when we had gone in and done some investigation in her room, we were picking up this child that was coming through. And, you know, I don't like dealing with children, with, with children's spirits. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, you just, you just don't know if it's really a child or if it's something right. trying to play with you. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so um, she has just you know, things happen, something likes to really play with her hats and yeah. move little things around in her room. And she woke up, with, uh, she, she felt like somebody was laying in bed, kind of like leaning on her legs weeks ago. And she woke up and she had like long blonde hair on her. And so she's like tripping out. <laughs> and so when I, when I talked to her about what you were picking up one day, I, yeah, she was, uh, she was, she was like, I knew it. I knew it. Um, so we, we still have not gone back in and identify who she is, but okay. Okay. kind of going with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how's it, how's it um, been since, you know, since it's, it's wintertime and you're, you're staying in the church. How has that been? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at the I'm going stir crazy stage. Um, you know, winter has been very, very long. And, you know, there's just there's just nothing that we can do. I mean, there's a lot of things that we need to do and we want to do, but we just can't because it's so cold. I mean, we were hitting, yep. you know, negative forties. Wow. Um, it's just not very conducive getting much done. Um it and you know we try and we shut everything down we don't hang out down in here uh, but you know I have my I have I have a buddy that hangs out in in my bedroom at the church so he uh, I don't know who he is but he pops in you know um, quite frequently and I think lately yeah. I think that they're all ready for us to be down yeah. and engaging with them because we have had um yeah. An <laughs> yeah all i hear is why are they not down here <laughs> you know so yeah uh, yeah we'd like to give but, them a break we were actually supposed to be yeah. doing we were supposed to be doing a night investigation last night and we had to actually reschedule it because you know, Thursday and Friday, we just got slammed with snow and I can't get into half my buildings. Right, right, right. Well, talk a little bit about, you know, the brothel, I guess, is probably one of my favorite buildings that I've, I've seen. And I, I, I do believe that I've, I've dreamt about it. And it's, there's just something about that whole building itself and the history of it, because you do know some history of that building. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not alone. <laughs> um, yeah, so the brothel is actually up there from where I'm at. Um, and, uh, you know, back when the, we were, we've been able to trace it back to the 1920s. Um, the building was actually built in 1854, but I haven't been able to find information on like the original family until about the 1920s. And uh, it was uh, Catherine Harrington and she was actually a midwife. Um, she was a midwife and she was a white witch. Oh. So she was a healer back in the day. Mm -hmm. And so it's got uh, quite a bit of, uh, you know, a very unique dynamic up there. You know, you, you will pick up on quite a bit. Um right, right. It is also, you know, that was uh, uh, Catherine Harrington, uh, grandmother of uh, Teresa Green, um, which they referred to as Teresa Harrington in the show, who, you know, was brutally murdered um, mm -hmm. in Butte and right. to this day is still an unsolved mystery. Wow. But, uh, yeah. And then, and then to make things even more, like, kind of creepy cool, um, Bridget Sullivan, 
um, who was Lizzie Borden's nanny, um, oh. was actually cousins. And so when all that went down with uh, the whole murder case back there, she actually came out here to Anaconda uh, to stay with her cousins. Isn't that, isn't that weird? I, we were just talking about that with my last guest about Lizzie Borden and yeah. About that, Bridget? That's, that's so yeah. Oh, Lizzie. But no, just about, just about Lizzie and that, that house. And we were talking about when she went to the Maycroft or that other house that she went to and this and that. But it's just now we've talked to little Lizzie Borden twice now. That's cool. <laughs> you know, it, it, that is that's cool. Well, that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know that uh, I know that uh, Lizzie Borden did come to Anaconda um, after after Bridget. So there's really? a very strong possibility that Lizzie Borden could have been in this house. Oh wow! Wow! That's now cool. that would be cool. That yeah. Be, that, 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 well, <laughs> creepy cool. Yeah, creepy cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, last time I talked to you, I think weren't you looking at another house maybe to purchase in Butte? Was it Butte, or was there mm -hmm. someplace else that you were looking at? Did you end up buying it, or no? No, I did not. It was the uh, the commercial house here in Anaconda. Um, okay. and, uh, the, the big brick one that they showed in season one Yeah. and, uh, you know, it is a gorgeous house. I mean, I could, I could mm. see through the mold and the, <laughs> the plaster yeah. coming off the wall right. and right. All, all the, you know, million years I would have had to do. Um, it was just a beautiful, incredible home. And, you know, I really, I was back and forth. I was really back and forth on it. You know, I was just like, wow, you know, we could do this. We could make this happen. And mm -hmm. I was going to go with the owner one day and man, I just got that, that gut punch. Oh, yeah. don't go. Oh. And I was like, I got to listen to this. You know, right, I, I right, cannot right. ignore this. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't and um, yeah. And then literally a couple weeks went by and I was like feeling better about it. And I was like, all right, yeah, I, let's go talk. Let's, let's see what we can ha make happen. And I was about ready to call him and I got a Zillow notification up on my phone that the house mm -hmm. went pending. Oh, it's like, okay, it just definitely meant to happen. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so somebody did end up buying it then. Well, whoever was going to buy it didn't end up buying it. And I think what <laughs> happened is I think it's like transfer family. I, I, I don't really know. Nothing has been done with it. It's still in a complete state of disarray. And, uh, That's you too know, bad. I drive yeah, by it. Every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I figured, you know what, if it was meant to be, it would be. And if it right, wasn't right. meant to be, then so be. Yeah. Yeah. So have you plan any plans like to add any more it. buildings? <clears throat> yeah, you know, that that's been our plan all along. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of lot of old buildings out there that uh, could be acquired. Um you know, but once, you know, we, we, when we moved out here, when we bought this, we had no idea, you know, and I always joke that my magic eight ball failed me that uh, we were <laughs> going to be going into a pandemic. And right, yeah. uh, that really took a lot of us, you know, because we hadn't even been here a year and that pandemic hit and it was just like, you've got to be kidding me. And, you know, that wiped out two years, you know, mm -hmm. yep. um, so when I had found a building and I was inquiring about, you know, getting it moved out here, you know, we started seeing, you know, fuel costs going up and all this crazy stuff. And just the, the transport alone was just like, can't do it. You know, right, it was just, right. just too far out of reach. Now, you know, I'd like to get to the point and I'm hoping the world will balance out and, um, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll find some, uh, some old buildings that uh, are needing to be salvaged and we can get those out here. But 
Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, I mean, that would be wait, cool. Wait. Yeah, if you if you had that, add a couple more buildings, maybe like three of them. I think that'd be cool. But uh, yeah, it's just that everything about the old west has always been fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I love that rustic, yeah, cab, you know, log cabin type deal, and you know, it's just yeah, and and having spirits, you know, to boot is is awesome. I mean, in my in my book, but yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah. But how far are you from Anaconda? <laughs> you, know, you know, we're only about six miles out of town. Okay. Um, but, you know, we're, we're out of town and then we're kind of up in the mountains a little bit. And, you know, it's really, it's not that far. But where we're at, we're so, like, tucked in back here and there's nobody around us you know we're on 52 acres which is helpful and then we back up to state land um but i i don't see neighbors i don't hear neighbors that's awesome um <laughs> you know it, you I just come in the country but not like that back yeah. In time. yeah yeah you, awesome. you, you literally <laughs> feel once you come up the road and you make this one bend in the road and you see the town it's like this dome, you know, and you just kind of like go through this vortex and it's like, wow, I really do feel like I have been transported back to the sure. 1800s. Right, right, right. So talk a little bit about and your bed and breakfast. And she- talk, yeah, talk a little bit about the, the bed and breakfast and how um, how that's going, you know what I mean? And, and if you want to just, you know, talk a little bit about some of the amenities. Yeah, sure. You know, um, it, it's really important. A lot of people ask, like, you know, do you have power? <laughs> do, you, do you have water? And, you know, all of our buildings date back, you know, quite a ways. They've all been upgraded with, you know, full bathrooms. We have propane heat. We have electricity. You know, we have Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yet time you know when when things have been done out here it's really just been about maintaining the integrity of that time period so everything looks rough and you know very very rustic but yet Mm -hmm. you know yeah you do have a shower and you know we have a kitchen (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and you know it's not you know it's it's really out here it is about coming out here and disconnecting you know, this is, right. this is your escape from that great yeah. jungle lifestyle. You know, we don't yeah. have TVs in our room. Actually, I, I, I'm amazed at how many people are like upset. You know, it's like, you don't have TVs. <laughs> it's like, no, I mean, if you want to sit in your room and watch TV, go to La Quinta, you know, it's right. like, yeah. this is not, you don't, don't come here. Experience a whole nother lifestyle and get right. out and explore right. and you know trails that uh, right off the back of our property that you know people can jump on their horse and they can just go and right. um but yet we're close enough to town where there are a lot of amenities that people you know oh there's a movie theater we got a bowling alley we got a zip line you know there's there's a lot of things in the you know radius there's so much to keep people occupied for a few days mm-hmm. um right but you know here it is about, it is about relaxing and it just you know yes. enjoying nature you know and um mm-hmm. various event weekends that we do throughout the summer um we have murder mystery weekends which are always a blast Mm-hmm. Um, people get all dressed up, it's, you know, your classic whodunit. And that in itself with having that, that's like trigger objects, you know, with the whole dressing up and being sure. in period clothing and this and that, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever had anybody that, that when you've done your murder mystery experience, any paranormal yeah yeah in fact (laughs) there was there was one event 
and uh, we're all just getting ready to sit down for dinner. And everybody was in here. There was like 40 people and we had a picture just fly off the wall. Oh, really? Just randomly. Everybody, everyone's sitting down and everybody was kind of like, what? <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh, that's new. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so springtime and you're sure you got a lot of work to do and getting things ready. Um, how are you? Are you, are you booked pretty good for the summer then already? You know, this has been kind of a slow start this year. Um, and you know, I, you know, I think we still have some fallout, um, fear from the TV show. Cause I still get people who will make comments like, Oh my God, that place you know, right. Oh, so never go there. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I think just, you know, we're kind That's of in a weird, <laughs> yeah, right. We're just in a weird time right now um, with the economy and, you know, everything that's kind of going on. I think people are just, I think they're just waiting, you know, um, mm-hmm. it has been, it has been picking up as of late, but um you know, it's, we're usually at least three quarters of the way booked by January. Um, oh. And we're not there yet. Yeah, I, I think it's only a matter of time. I mean, it's going to be <clears throat> probably a really good, you know, summer. And I'm sure that, you know, you got enough stuff to keep you busy probably for the summer, you know. So, yeah. and you also have, you also have like RV setups too. Yeah. Yeah. We do allow, um, RV camping, tent camping. Uh, we do allow people to haul in so they can bring their horses and they can go ride. Um, we do have two new electric only sites this year. Um, otherwise it's all dry camping. Um, but there are facilities available for them. Um, yeah, so they don't have to totally rely on their, <clears throat> but what's yeah. The, what's the, what's the nearest uh, airport to you? Butte. Uh, Butte okay. is about a half an hour away. That's you know, it's good. a smaller airport. Um, so it doesn't have, you know, a lot of direct flights at all. I think everything kind of routes in through Salt Lake city. Uh, but otherwise, uh, Bozeman, um, which is like an hour and 45 minutes from here. Uh, that's, that's the better bet because you, you'll get a lot better rates and a lot more direct flights into there. Right, right, right. Yeah, me and Shane got to come out there. Oh, I no, mean, that'd be cool. do. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I tell, <laughs> that's I, a long drive. That's a, yeah, it's that's a long drive. 20 hours. I don't know. Right. Yeah, at, no, yeah, but probably the whole, like 20. Yeah. In between. Yeah. Well, then you got to drive through boring states like Iowa and Nebraska. Yeah, there's nothing in there. No, it, there's <laughs> I've drove through it. <laughs> I've driven through that way too many times. Yeah, but, you know. Well, fly out, save the time. Yeah, just fly out, save the time that it takes for the commute. And that way you have more time to go investigate some of the other really cool uh, local areas. Sure. Right. You now, know, we're have, half have an hour guys- away from the Dumas brothel, which is incredible right i was just gonna say there's got to be some local places in in anaconda that are that have got a lot of paranormal activity yeah you know anaconda still um people don't like to talk about it (laughs) every once in a while you'll get somebody who will Um, they don't want to acknowledge it you know they just they they don't like change. And then it's like this show kind of rocked their world a little bit with all the traffic oh. that came into town. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't get out and investigate, um, as much as I would like to. Um, mm. but I did, uh, go out probably it's been about a month and a half or so ago. Um, there, is a location here in town and I won't name them um, because I, I, I think they wanted to keep it on the down low, um, but mm-hmm. they had been experiencing some things. Um, 
so I've, I've got a, a couple girlfriends here in town and, and then my oldest son, uh, we're kind of our own little, our own little team. And, awesome. uh, so we went down there for a few hours one night and, you know, for, for my son and I, you know, because we're out here in the mountains where it's, there's no hominess, right? Mm-hmm. It's like just a bed away from homelessness, like half a, you know, and it's old, we don't have heat. Um, so into this place and it was like so warm and we're just like, oh my gosh, I just want to fall asleep. It's like, I'm too relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of a weird night. You know, it's one of those nights where, you know, you might get like, one or two little bits of evidence. And then you're just kind of like, I'm not feeling it. I, I don't feel anything. I actually Mm -hmm. feel very well. And Mm -hmm. um, just no equipment is going off. You know, there's just nothing happening. And then you get done. And the next day you start reviewing like your voice recorders and you're like, wait a minute, back up. What, Mm -hmm. what? (laughs) Then you start finding out like, wow, it was a lot active than we actually thought it was but you know to to us at the moment you know we weren't hearing anything we weren't seeing anything we weren't experiencing anything but we got a lot of really cool um intelligent responses on the voice recorders that's pretty Mm -hmm. awesome yeah 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 Um, what was what would be probably one of the the coolest or the clearest that what which building were you in when you got your probably the most clearest EVP. Uh, gosh, you know, I get them all the time, but I would <laughs> say probably one of the most, one of the most clearest one. Um, and I wasn't even there. Um, I had some friends that were staying in my cordwood unit. And um, this is a unit that, you know, I have experienced a few things in my son has experienced a few things, but overall it's, we always considered it kind of like our safe unit, you know, it was very, mm-hmm. not a lot happened in there. Um, but yet, um, I always felt like it was, that was, that was where the portal was, if anything, cause it just felt like a pass through nothing stayed lingered. It just kind of came and went. Uh, but I had some friends that were staying in there one night and they left their voice recorder on overnight And the next morning when they were listening, they got the most incredible recording you could ever ask for. It was clear as day. You could actually hear, it was a very, very distinct sound with that door opening. It's very, very creaky. You can hear the latch, you can hear the door open and you can hear a man walk in and he's, he's like, um, God, what did he say? Something like the craft craftsmanship or the craft work in here is incredible. And it was, wow. it was a very, very old, it sounded like, um, you know, how they spoke in like the black and white movies from like the forties. Oh, you yeah, know, it had yeah. that very yep. distinct. Yeah, sure. Like upstanding. So yeah. that was pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah, it, it's definitely one of those. But you will. Things you will get a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We really want to get there and, and hang out. And, That's yeah, cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. You've got. Okay. Um, so why don't you, uh, I'm going to let you, you know, promote a little bit about your, your B&B. And just let everybody, everybody know where they can find you on uh, Gunslinger's Gulch page and all that. And then uh, we'll kind of close shop. Here. Yeah. I mean, we are on uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just look up at Gunslinger Gulch. Uh, the website is uh, gunslingergulch.com. And, you know, I'm kind of old school. I haven't like, got up to speed with the uh, whole online reservation, you know, nightmare. Um, Mm -hmm. But people can send a message. Uh, We can check availability. It's got our prices. It's got pictures of the rooms on there. And uh, we still have availability for some of our murder mysteries that are coming up this summer. There's still space available for some of those. 
And um, yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Well, yes. I want to thank everybody for tuning into this. We've had quite a few viewers. And I want to thank Karen. You've been a wonderful guest. Thank you yeah, so much. That was awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so, for yeah, having so, me back. Yeah, it's it's been fun. Um, and we'll have to do this again because it's just this is yeah, too this much is great fun. times. So um check out um this will be this episode will be on YouTube. Uh, it'll also be on all my Facebook and Instagram or uh, Facebook and uh, also all the audio files will be uploaded this evening to good pods. Um, the app for good pods, as well as iHeartRadio, Apple, all wherever you can get your um, podcast from. So, uh, excuse me. So on behalf of myself and everybody, I want to thank you and my guests and I will see you probably next Monday. All right. Thank you, everybody. Great. Thank you.